Hey everyone, this is Bob Leahy at Life Church in Chico, California. Welcome to the Midweek Pastors Podcast. This is a way for us to go beyond the sermon through conversation, questions and answers, deep dives into topics, and interviews. Whether it be in your car, at the gym, or hiking in Upper Park, we hope that this podcast really encourages and equips you wherever you're at. Hey everyone, welcome to the Life Church podcast here this morning. Pastor Bob here with Pastor Chris. Hello. Hey, what's happening? Um, we are here to talk about it's a new year. It's a new year. New year, new you, right? Um <laughs> I like we that love one. those things. But as we enter into the new year, oftentimes people will make these new year resolutions, make these declarations over their life. Um, and so we just want to dialogue a little bit about that, about the the things that we make. Are New Year's resolutions good? Are they bad? Uh, do any of us actually look back on our prior year and look back and say, why did my New Year's resolution not work out? Because <laughs> I think sometimes we need to look back to move forward, right? And so we're just going to dialogue about that. Uh, Pastor Chris, do you make any New Year's resolutions? I, I make <laughs> a, a, a resolution... <laughs> to to not make resolutions. But what I do <laughs> is that I really, uh, and you and I were just talking about how Psalm 90, this is a, a Psalm of Moses is what they tell us, that Moses takes the time to talk about the brevity of life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this happens and then, you know, it's whisked away. Things just happen and then they're gone. And that's why he says in verse 12, um, and this is the New uh, Living Translation, Psalm 90, verse 12. Teach us to realize the brevity of life so that we may grow in wisdom. The NIV says, teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. And number, you know, taking count of our days to realize that, I think, falls on those of us who get older. You know, mm. I'm 64. And so I am now at a stage where I'm seeing my peers retire Sadly, I'm seeing a lot. Uh, some of my peers passing away. You know, uh, they're home with the Lord now, which is a great thing. But I recently did a, uh, a memorial for a, a friend in in Colorado, and his life was taken suddenly. He mm. had a stroke, and you know what it made me do, Bob, is it made me really look back on what you know what have I been doing in 2023. And uh, what would I really like to see happen now in this coming year? And so for me, I began to count how God has moved in my life. I looked at 2023, and I've always made this pledge to, to write a book. I want to write a book. <laughs> and so a friend a year ago bought me this like workbook that says, here, here's your first installment on how to write a book. Mm. And Instead of writing a book, I just had this thought. I said, you know what? I'm going to just talk about all the things that God has done in my life rather than trying to think of an outline or whatever. And, dude, that was so refreshing. And so I think that Psalm 90, it's true, is we need to consider where we are at in life. We all know, sadly, that you know life can be taken quickly. We have, Many of us are um, have lived in situations where loved ones have been taken early in life, um, or that we've lost someone and we never got a chance to say anything to them before they passed away. And so what I think that the Bible is telling us to do is to just consider where we're at, Mm -hmm. number our days. Uh, I, 
I don't believe that something magical happens when the clock <laughs> you know, changes from December the 31st to, to January 1st. There is n- nothing that uh, I think um, supernatural happens in that. But I think that there's an inner clock inside of all of us that says, dang, what I really wanted to do, I didn't do. Mm-hmm. I had a whole year to do it, and, and I didn't do it. And so it, rather than making a new pledge, what I challenge people is to say, why do you think the things that you really wanted to see happen when in 2022, you were hoping to see it happen in 2023, why didn't it happen? Yeah. Was it just you were crossing your fingers, hoping it will be done? Or did you sit down and literally write out a plan? Mm. You know, I'm going to do this by this time. And if you didn't, and if it was that important to you, why didn't you? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's a, it, let's say it was just like, I want to be closer to my kids this year. And then you go, yeah, I really didn't do anything. So I said, so you never went into your daily calendar and said, once a week, I'm going to do this with my kids, mm. or I'm going to do this with my wife, or I'm going to do this at work. Like literally, like we schedule a dentist appointment that we don't miss because we know if we miss the a doctor's appointment, we'll get charged. Yeah. So we're mo- much more disciplined about that than we are the things that are closest to our heart. And so I, you know, I would just start to challenge you, those of you who are listening, what is it that you didn't see in 2023 that you hoped was going to happen, and why didn't it? But then also, what did God do? What were yeah. the blessings? What were the things that snuck up on you? Yeah. And how can you carry those blessings over into 2024? Yes. What can you what are you, can you continue doing? Yeah. Um I do think it's odd that, you know, once a year so many people just finally take a step back and look at their life and be like these are the things I need to fix and do. Um I know for me sometimes that'll be Mondays. I'll I'll like if I miss my workout on Monday, then it's like I might miss it mm-hmm. on Wednesday, and I'll think, well, I'll start again on Monday, mm-hmm. right? And I think it's kind of the same kind of idea here. And I think you know you're talking about the idea of some people will just like write a New Year's resolution and say, I want to get closer to my kids. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's great. But like, how are you going to do that? There's something that I love. It's called like a smart goal. Yeah. And yeah. so when looking at smart goals, it's like your goal's specific. It's measurable. It's achievable, it's realistic, and it's timely. Yeah. And so it's time, there's a time oriented. And so, like, you need to kind of think through, like, if I'm setting a New Year's resolution, like, be specific in what it is, Mm -hmm. be able to measure whether or not you did that goal, make it something that you can do, not something that's unachievable. Like, make a goal where I'm like, oh, I'm going to save $40,000 this year. Like, that's definitely not achievable for me this year. I'd love that, but. It's, it's not achievable. Uh, it's not realistic. And so, and then also make sure that it's timely. So you could say by June, exactly. I want to have taken my son on 10 dates. So it's like very specific yes. and that's what's going to get you what you want. But I also think like any time in the year, we need to be able to have something working in our life to where we can step back and evaluate our life, evaluate our yeah. relationship with the Lord and be mm-hmm. like, Okay, what's working? What's not working? What do I need to shift? You don't just have to wait till January first to do that. Like, exactly. And and yeah. honesty is, you know, what honesty is an <clears throat> important part of it. You know, being honest with ourselves. I, I think for me, when I think of how people will say, 
oh, I'm going to, I'm going to exercise more. I'm going to get in better shape in 2024, let's say that they go get a gym membership. <laughs> they do, they do all these things. And what I, I'll say, and going back to the smart goal is to say, no, be honest with yourself mm-hmm. and say, is that really where you should start by yeah. having, having a gym membership? Why not say instead, I'm going to go walk around my block four times. Number one, you'll save yourself a monthly gym membership. I mean, I don't know, especially during COVID, I, I paid two years of gym membership and I never went, but <laughs> It's more of that. And so it's the same thing with like, oh, I'm going to pray more. So you set aside two hours to go pray. Why don't you just set aside five minutes and say, yeah. did I really concentrate in that five minutes? Do it for a week. And then if that went well, do it for 10 minutes, 15 mm-hmm. minutes. So it's more of when you go back to the SMART goal, I don't think we're being really honest. I think it's it's really a wish goal, not a SMART goal. Yeah, totally. And I think there is a, a aspect of of it where when you're setting resolutions or whatever, when you're trying to do something new in your life, like you said, kind of smart, start small. Don't yeah. shoot for the moon right away. Yeah. Um, something a friend was telling me was like, Hey, if, if you can in some way, shape or form, like, you know, the example was waking up early, like mm-hmm. getting up before 6am, right? Like that's, something that for a lot of people is really hard. Yeah. But if you can do that hard thing first thing in the morning and you can get yourself up and out, Mm -hmm. then you're kind of training your brain that like I can do hard things. Mm -hmm. And, and that makes the rest of the day as you come across things that are difficult, like a little easier because you've been able to do that. And it's more of like a, a daily thing of setting your life up than a new year's thing that you're, you're wanting to do. And so I know for me, it's like, Oh, I've done that where it's like, I'm going to start running. Yeah. And then I, but yeah. I'm like, in order to get motivation to run, I need my hundred dollar running shoes <laughs> and I need my running shorts and stuff. It, and it like, was. and then you get all that stuff and then you go for a run and you realize you still hate running <laughs> and nothing changed. And yeah. so it's like, no, don't do that. Like try to figure out other avenues. Like, go for a walk just try to set time aside yeah. Yeah. to to do the things and then build up to the 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 goals that you really want but that's why it needs to be very specific you got to have a plan you got to have you right. know those types of things and i would encourage you guys like a lot of times for new years people will say like oh i'm going to lose weight or oh i'm going to work out or i'm yeah. going to do that yeah. like every year we have a bible reading plan right that we that we start and and you can get the new Bible reading plan and kick it off and most people that's like they'll start it. It's the same thing with the gym. You start it, you get going, you get in till you get a high, to Leviticus and Exodus, yeah. and then you kind of fall off, and then you get so far behind, you don't even bother. Yeah, you lose you all done. confidence. You get to March and you're like, yeah, what the heck? Yeah, and so it's like, no, why don't you start your Bible reading plan early? Yeah. So then yeah. you're ahead of the game. You don't need to wait to start a Bible reading plan on January 1st. Right. Like, there's no dates on it. <laughs> it's just, it's a, here, here you go. Like, and there's no, you don't got to wait to get a gym membership on January 1st. You don't got to wait. Like, if you right. want those changes for your life, like, do them now. Yeah. Like, don't wait. There's no, like, magic switch that happens on January 1st. But I think so. that that's what we think. It's, I think it is magical thinking that the thing that keeps it, from being magical as well is not just honesty, but accountability mm-hmm. is that 
uh, you know, you and I have talked and you have some buddies that are one, your, your buddy across or down the street has a gym in his garage. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's that thing of like, Hey, where are you? Or somebody calling you, Hey, I missed you this morning. Yeah. And we don't like that as people, we don't like being held accountable. We like our freedom. Mm -hmm. But when I go to somebody and say like, especially Natasha, I'll say, look, I, I don't want any sugar in the house or I don't want any desserts in the house. Mm. She's really good at like saying, yeah, we're not buying that stuff. Nice. And she'll buy a lot of fruit. And so when I get a hankering for sugar, chocolate yeah. or sugar, she'll go, there's grapes in the refrigerator. So having an accountability partner, which is really counterculture because we're very, very independent. Yeah. So you r- relational accountability face to face, because I know we like the virtual relationships. Now I'm talking about, hey, I missed you at the, mm-hmm. at the, you know, this morning when I got up to go work out. That has a lot of power, doesn't it? Yeah. It has a lot of holding power. Especially someone like myself, I value, I place a high value on relationships. And so I absolutely hate running, but I've been running once a week on Tuesdays Yeah. because my friend Alex and my friend Manny, during their lunch break, they offered to go on runs with me and so i get to go hang out with alex and manny during lunch so i'm gonna go do the thing i hate to do because it's worth it so (laughs) i mean i don't know if that's encouraging to you guys but like find a way that makes these things that are you know you want for your life that you find challenging but a way that you find reward in it yeah and that is something that you can continually kind of be excited about and and attach that to it yeah, because you're attached you attach with also friends when you get involved in a life group, when you serve on a life team mm-hmm. at church. It's not just our way of recruiting people because we need people to do work in the church. It's like, no, this is where you get to build relationships when you go into the kitchen on a Sunday morning and make coffee. Mm-hmm. You know, Natasha, it's one of the first things she did when she came here because she just, oh, I'll just make coffee. I really don't know anybody. That... She said that was one of the best ways for her to get to know people. Yeah. And I forget. it was like committing to do that. I'm on a schedule. I'm on a calendar. Yeah. Boom. I, for, I forget exactly what I think Pastor Louis Locke mentioned something along the lines of like shared time, space. There you and, go. That's right. Uh, experiences is kind of how you build up that community to kind of hold you up mm-hmm. and buoy you. And so yeah. that's a part, big part of that is in serving, you're able to have that shared time together, that shared mm-hmm. space, the shared mm-hmm. experiences. And those are things that, you know, you kind of need when you're setting up, you need community when you're trying to yes. set goals because you need accountability. And and that's great. Yeah. I, I, and it's, it's hard for me because I, like I said, value relationships. So we'll be on a, I'll be on a run with Manny and Alex and I want to talk, <laughs> but I can't talk because I can barely <laughs> breathe. <laughs> And so it's like this thing that I have to like, guys, can we just walk for a little yeah. bit <laughs> just so I get a little bit of what I want out time, of this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so that's always fun uh, to do. But whether or not you're wanting to put together New Year's resolutions for yourself or your family or whatever, or goals for 2024, mm-hmm. I just encourage you look at some ways to do smart goals and don't just wait till January 1st to mm-hmm. kick off new yeah. things for your life. Why wait? I mean, yeah. And in March you need a change in your life. Do it. Like That's figure right. out how to, how to do it. Don't wait nine months until January mm-hmm. to get a kickstart. You That's know? Right. So 
that's our encouragement for you guys today. That's right. And uh, we love you and hope you guys are enjoying this podcast as we enter into the new year. Happy New Year. All right. We'll see you later. Peace out. Peace out. Thank you for giving us a listen to this week. If there is anything that you'd like to hear on this podcast in the future, if you have questions, or if you'd like to hear us interview someone, please send us an email at info at lifechurchchico.org. Have a blessed week.